This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You, you want 20? Went, yeah, yeah. He said, yeah, why not? He says, I read your book. I was like, you read my book? And he says, yeah. And he says, in your book, you said, you've got to negotiate hard and get as much as you can. Went, we gave him the 20. Yeah. And he was brilliant. A new manager coming in that was going to need real help. For me, if you're talking about who should come in, I, I think it should be Shabby Alonso. Everybody in these podcasts, Rory's the same. Just tell lies about me. <laughs> Jesus. I'm a little bit worried. Um, I'm hoping it's a blip. But I can't stand next to my centre-back who's marking him. And no, you don't have to stand next to your centre-half. Owns in between. Uh, I've got a bit of, look, and even when he heads it, you don't even hit him no, the whole he heads it. The Hullet one, definitely. I'm in core, Cheval. Your manager is f***ing off, and that's you lot for the next 30 years. I think my hair's all right, yeah. I think people at home really haven't got high expectations around my hair. <laughs> I actually love this studio. Yeah. I feel, I feel like home. <laughs> it's a happy place, this. Kieran, you know what this jacket is. This is a Stone Roses Man United collaboration. When I became captain, I, I put This Is The One as the song to walk out to and it's been there ever since. It's quite cool. I, I mean, I like the top. I'm not sure about the jacket. You don't like the jacket? Nah. Oh, come on, Kieran. I sure like that, Kieran secretly loves it. It's just that he's a Liverpool fan, you see. <laughs> and what they can't do, they can't just get over the fact that they like something that Manchester United have done. You know what I mean? But the Liverpool should be doing a Beatles collaboration. They don't talk about the Beatles enough, do they? Is that a Louis Vuitton T-shirt that he's got on there? Is that Louis no. Vuitton? No. no, it's not. It's 7W. Right, OK. Well, let me see. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like a fake Louis Vuitton, isn't it? <laughs> it's a Zoe Vuitton, look. It's been made. I said that made on it. He's got a Zoe Vuitton on. Hey! I promise you, Prezi. Cheers. Oh. Sorry, lads. You're not into the American football, are you? Oh, no. The 49ers, man. Hey, Roy, that's nice of you. Are you watching the games? 
Yeah, no, to yeah. be honest, no. no, I will do. It's a bakery that you've got to go. <laughs> Look at me, man. Niners. Go 49ers, go, go, go! Go, go Niners. Go Niners, go, go, Niners. go! Yeah, not 49 You know what, I do like... Too long to you know what, I like, um... I do like the Philadelphia Eagles, man, because... Because what's That's he called? Right. That? Vince you... Begali. Remember Vince Begali, the guy who they got off the streets to play? All right. They, 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 they just, they done a tryout so anybody who can turn up, he can right, play. Yeah. Have you seen the film? Yeah, Invincible. Yeah. you got to watch it. Ah, oh, you got to watch it, Roy. Invincible. Hey, see uh, Scholes' Instagram last night? Oh, God, was we were on our group, we were laughing so much. Oh, my God. Scholes, he said, go on. He said, Thank fullbacks you. going into central midfield is a f***ing insult. <laughs> Every midfield, I'd tell them to Midfield position, I'd tell them to Oh, my God, I was laughing. Phil sent it on the group and I looked, oh, my God, I was laughing mad off. Nice. That is so him. He's actually got a point, hasn't he? Get the out of here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's like when a midfielder goes back and gets it off to two centre halves mm. and they're like a yard from him. Yeah. If you're yeah. a decent half, yeah, you've yeah, got, yeah. no, I can actually pass it what? in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was the one the other week that Scholes came out with. Short corners. Was he not Short corners. <laughs> it's true, what you could do a short call for, you could just like, you could knock it across the skulls and you just volley it in from the edge of the box. See, now we were watching City the other night against uh, Spurs and they kept putting it in, I was saying, they have to do a short soon. Just Who, Tottenham or City? No, City. Oh, oh City. Remember, again, did oh, against Tottenham? And we were saying, they have to mix it up a little bit and then they put one in the score, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, but how bad was that? You know, you, you got, you got, who was it in, in front of the keeper? Yeah. All oh, right. Was trying to well, there was enough, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That why, used to why drive we, me mad. When were you doing West Brom Wolves as well? No, no, no. I was, yes. I was doing Liverpool. Right. I don't do the big guy. Right. I don't do the really big guy. <laughs> 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 so, Gav, what's, what's, what's the story with this top again? It's a collaboration between Manchester United, Adidas and the Storm Roses. Right. See the little lemons on the badge? That's and nice. the little, This like is it. the one. I'm giving it to Roy after for his son. Nice. He'd be delighted. So, what, what's the Storm Roses got to do with it? They made a song. What's the song? United walk out to this is the one. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dan, that'll do. What up here? Nice. Did, I, did I read the other day that you took, you spoke to Man United about what music they should play? Yeah. yeah? Did you? When yeah. I first became captain, I said to the club secretary. And what, what was the song? What used to be? This is the one. Yeah, but before it was like a rocky something. Oh, right. Yeah, like, uh, do you remember it? Like and, what, so I, and you got that through, Gal? They said, okay, yeah, we will change it. When you were there? Yeah. Yeah, so what, what, what are you speaking to them now, now for? About. No. They've just done a collaboration and they asked me to be part of an advert with them. Oh. And nice. then they said, we want you to wear one of these on Stick to Football. So and said, did, yeah. I, did it change the song, help the team, do you think? Did it change to... I don't know. But what year was that? I just when... felt well, there was no connection to the song that we walked out. It was like a Rocky song. I can remember it. Yeah. yeah. What was it? 2006, five, six, something like that. It was the best thing I did as captain, I think. <laughs> Welcome to Stick to Football, brought to you by Skybet. And this week I'm joined by Ian, Cara and Roy. And we're going to be talking mainly about Jurgen Klopp, Marcus Rashford and Ben White and Zinchenko in Arsenal's victory at Nottingham Forest. Were they frustrating you in the first half to pass it into the net, trying to like, sort was, of walk it, it into hard. the net? Yeah, and then when, when Jesus missed oh. that one, what hit the post, I was thinking... Oh, you know, it was so frustrating to watch. I was like, oh, my and then I'm thinking at some stage Nuno's going to realise, like, this isn't happening for us, so I'm going to get... I'm going to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go. I'm gonna go long. Get it up to uh, a one year, and get Gibbs White around him. Get him, get him all around him, and put Arsenal under pressure up there. Because you saw a couple of instances where, you know, Chris Wood got himself around Gabriel, and it was they were uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, Saliba trying to win it off him. They should have put it in a position where they put that side of us under pressure. They didn't do it. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? We were, it was 81% possession at one stage. After you know, we, for a t we, haven't, we haven't won there in the last three times we've been there. And Forrest just like came and just like sat back, missed chances, and then in the end, I, I thought the goalkeeper, man. I, always say, I, I, said, I said that, you know, the goalkeeper, we've got to put shots in them. We weren't doing that. And the one shot that he had, the near pot, you can't get beat there. You can't get beat. You, there. you need to beat Liverpool on Sunday now. I know we do. Big that. I think that, no, I think that we, need, we, uh, we can't lose. That's the main thing. We mustn't lose. No, I think you've got to beat them. At home. No, 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 we can't lose. Because you don't want to go and think, oh, yeah, you can't panic yet, guy. No, no, can't, no. You can't be this goal. We have to win. No, but go and beat them. I mean, if you're going to win the... You're trying to win every match, obviously. Yeah. But again, I agree. Hey, make sure you don't get beaten either. That's the thing. Yeah. I'd rather us not get beaten. Get, yeah. get the three points from Forest, a team that we struggled to beat in the last three games. Remember and Liverpool, bam, you go for it. And at some stage you say, you know what? We'll take a point here off of them. We had the same chat last year. I remember Arsenal playing City. They have to beat them. Actually, a, a draw wouldn't have been so bad for them. Towards the end. Mm. Once they got beaten by City. Remember it was Forrest what started it all for us, the wheels? Yeah. The clown car. The wheels. No, it was... Uh, was it for, it was no. Southampton? Not West Ham. It was... No, Southampton was a Friday night. It was West Ham, West Ham away, they were 2-0 up. Anfield. It's Anfield. It's Anfield. Anfield. It's Anfield. Yeah. yeah, but that can happen. But they were 2-0 up against West Ham. You're about it, was, it was Liverpool. You're right, Liverpool, that was West Ham. You were 2-0 up. West Ham. And then Southampton at home. Liverpool can happen. You're 2-0 up against West Ham. 2-0 up at West Ham and Saka missed the penalty. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. I like, it, I like how we feel. I like, what we're, I like what we're, where we are now. I know that, you know, against Palace, against Palace, I thought, I, I didn't expect Palace to be as, as, as poor as they were. But at the same time, you know, I was really put them away ruthlessly, but like... When did you play? When did you play City? You, you've got to go to I City, haven't you? I can't remember when we're going to City. I'm just thinking... I'm always did Ben White have a go at Zinchenko at the end? Is it, is it Ben White's gone to Zinchenko and blaming him for the goal for not getting up for the header or something? I think, because I, think, I just saw it as it happened. I was like, oh, what's happening with them two? But he went over and he kind of, he pointed, he said something and then Zinchenko weren't happy with it. And then it went from there and then Zinchenko kind of, he's a very emotional guy, isn't he? Zinchenko seems yeah. like he's very... It's not <clears> Ben White to go over and say anything. No, 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 I think it is like Ben White to it say is? that. I think he's the player and what I like about Ben White, he's a player, he's got that look. But he will tell you. Uh, and he probably told him. Do you think, I don't think it was like that, did you? I, I didn't think it was, I, I always thought, I, I haven't seen, I, I switched off. As soon as the game finished, I mm. went to the other uh, the other channel to watch the Newcastle Villa, Villa game. Yeah. So I didn't see the bit at the end, but I so I've just sucked from it that it was Zinchenko would be the one who was coming on yeah. the pitch giving it mad, but it was the other way around. No, I think, no, 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 what it yeah, was, ben I White think for Zinchenko, Ben White, yeah. ben White oh. says something. To him, then he thinking about then then Mikel came on. I, I I I would have preferred that to just like play out them two. You know, it's not yeah. like they're gonna have a fight. Play out. You go in the dressing room. And deal with it there, but to see the manager coming out and try and talk to him right there and that, then that, that, you, you, he, do it on the, you never did it on the pitch, did you? Really? So, no. But you would you, you do it in the dressing room. Yeah, yeah, but well, there was a few of us who would do that, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah, bad. <laughs> Coventry. Here we go. What's happening? Here we go. I just remembered Coventry. They give me a warning on these stories, will you? <laughs> I just remembered. What happened? Just before half time, I took a touch, believe it or not, before I went to cross it, and Roy thought I should have what crossed it first time, yeah. and I went. I went, fuck off. Anyway, at half time, there's a room. I think, I think you, came, you came with your country. Did you grab <laughs> it? I grab you. Yeah, I think I'll chance, Gary. Are you sure? Yeah, I don't think you forget <laughs> if someone grabs you, man. I think someone so. Grabs I don't you. think I Do you remember it? No. You've done something aggressive. Everybody in these podcasts, Rory's the same. Just tell lies about me. <laughs> Jesus. You call him Rory. You <laughs> Rory and liar. Rory's a liar. Yeah. Rory you have liar. on the pitch, but you're your own player. What? Have you ever had anything? <laughs> no, but you know what? Um, you know while you're playing, you must have had a fight on the pitch of the player. No, 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 it's funny because Mer I remember Merce. Did you make the cross against Coventry? No, I hit the first man. 
That, you, you said right, that, so you, you were making a, yeah. you said I should have put it in first yeah. time, basically. Mm, so the ball was a bit okay. pa bit fast to me, so I had to control it. To... No, when I when I was playing, it was, it was more a case like I remember with Merce, you know what I mean? If Merce didn't put it in or something, I'd say, you, fuck, you fucking wait, you wait till we get it. You know, but it was all, I, 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 I was too, I was too wound up. Too well, some of the time it was too wound I know. up. You know what I mean? I was like, like that. Yeah, but that's the way you are, right? Yeah, boy. I ended up fighting. I didn't like it. I think George Graham below the night. Like that, no, I think that was good. Like yeah, yeah. Jesus, go easy on yourself. What was he? Below that fullback. Yeah. So we were playing West Brom away, and he he he, he was just a solid like. He was a solid fullback, you know what I mean? He just kept going. I wasn't getting the protection I needed. <laughs> 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 comes back <laughs> right. Oh, was it the one where who was up front for them? Was it Lukaku killing you? I remember the game. <laughs> was it Lukaku? No, you no we won the game. We, we All right. Like, Lukaku like, did murder though, didn't he? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> probably. <laughs> like you were like Bono. <laughs> <laughs> a, guy who's a guy who's played against Man United 21 times and won once and fucking shouts his mouth off. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I ended up, yeah, grabbing something by the throat, yeah. My own player. He, he wouldn't shake hands. On the pitch? Hands. You're out of order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who wouldn't shake what, hands? What well, we, the game is really won, to be fair. I'm, I'm thinking we've got to get our clean sheet. And he's, he's just almost like playing like a right winger and they're attacking and, I'm, I'm, and it's come and I've just been like a lunatic and he's just been there and I've grabbed him and then Alonso's come over and everyone. And I'm just there, but then got in the dressing room afterwards, but he, he was having none of it, like... And who was that, Jamie, sorry? Ah, below her. Oh, yeah. He was, yeah. These things happen. He, he was a, yeah, no, yeah. He, was, he, was a, he was a decent... Ends up winning the World Cup. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but them incidents are not a big deal, are they? Really? No, no, I really don't no. know. Yeah. It, ne it never, it never festered. Yeah, not festered. It should uh, never well, fester. Well, for but if you, or two, maybe. When you look at, <laughs> when you look at where, <laughs> it should never fester. You know what? <laughs> should never hold a grudge. I felt like with Pally. We didn't speak. Me and Pally didn't speak for about twelve months. Wow. <laughs> In the same dress for that. that long. Yeah. When was yeah. that for? Was that night out? Night out. Awkward. Why was he? Did he leave too early or something? Over cold. Yeah. Did he leave too early? You're one of those. Yeah, you're was, one yeah, of the bullies. Yeah, no, I wasn't bullying. I was just. I hated that, you what know, when you go on a night out and they full shit and stuff. He's a good guy. Nice guy, the working guy, yeah. But listen, you just have these disagreements, don't you? But it, what about when you went to train and you had to walk past, you walk past your teammate and blank each other? I used to do that. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Laws are down. <laughs> <laughs> we, had a wall, we had a wall around right in the dressing room. <laughs> Is it a cubicle? <laughs> oh, joking. Uh, <laughs> well, Pally's a good guy, but it, yeah. these things happen. I fell up with Giggsy. Giggsy wouldn't do a function one time at the club. I was fuming with him. Just uh, and I, uh, and Giggsy didn't speak for uh, do you know, five, six, six months. months. Yeah, do you yeah. Know something? So I was there that morning. Right. So I used to get in like. Was I right? Was I in the right, Gary? I know Giggsy's your mate now. That's a 92 and all that. <laughs> so I walk in at eight o'clock in the morning to the dressing room. I'm in there first. And then Giggsy comes in and sits there. We were only, th we were only three of us in the dressing room, me, Roy, and Giggsy. <laughs> And I think you, someone had spoken to you at reception. No, we, about, yeah, we had to do we had to do something for the club that morning, yeah. And yeah. we all had to take our turns. So basically, they started arguing. I thought, and they've both got them eyes, haven't they? Yeah, they have. Yeah, Giggsy's got them as well. No, Giggsy wouldn't do what he. Giggsy yeah. had to so do something. So they started. I thought, right, and we all done it. And we like, Giggsy did waiting for you. And he went, I'm not doing it. I went, we've all had to do it. He went, I'm not doing it. I remember you, you saying, talk. Yeah. I remember you saying, oh, you've done stuff for your testimonial or something like that. I remember that. Yeah. Anyway, this went on for about five minutes. I thought. I'm getting fucking out of here. There's nothing I can do here. So I walked out, I came back in 10 minutes like, they were still going. Yeah. Yeah, we kept that up for a few months. Five, six months. Yeah. yeah. So who's in the wrong with that one? Giggs, obviously. But you know something, so, uh, well, you know what, you know when you're, uh, you know when you have to do something for your club, nobody wants to do anything yeah. at the club. Players nowadays, and 
You're like, Giggs, you have to do what we've all, we've all just done it and it's just your turn next. Well, Giggs, Giggs did what it was. Well, didn't he? Sorry? I don't know why Giggs said he wouldn't do it. Because and Giggs was obviously good with stuff like that. Giggs was good with stuff It was just that particular day, which I don't mind. He went, I'm not doing it. I was like, but we've all done it. And I just was irritated by him. Simple as that. Do you follow yeah. up with anybody? You didn't speak to anybody for months. No, no, don't do that. You're do you already, do you know, he'd, he'd have the Coventry thing on the on the Saturday, because obviously, like, you squared up in the dressing room, obviously didn't oh. speak after that. I came and saw you on Monday morning. To apologise. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you watch the video back? So, <laughs> <in> first time. <laughs> so, did you, was that one of those, like, all the weekend, you think, you know, I'm going to I'm thinking, no, no, I can't let things go on like that. Just like, no, let's get it out of the way. Deal with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I couldn't be the person in the dressing room I was without... Like, speak, not speak to him. I could not speak to him for five, six months. Yeah. No chance. I can do it as a captain, not speaking to the centre half for six, for like a year. Goes, do you know what I mean? Rodrigo was captain. I was skiing, we, I had a night out with James on Friday night. I tell you what, you've a hard old life, don't you? I tell you what. Fucking Thailand skiing. He was doing West Brom Wolves in the FA Cup <laughs> two weeks ago. He told me to fucking calm down. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, you told him to relax. Exactly. So, what, you look in the same place? So, I wake up and I get the clock news. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he then texts me, he's actually in the same place skiing. Wow. Ask and me. I'm like, oh no. I need to come and see you, Gal. I'm not I'm I'm <laughs> yeah. I'm not right. Can I read you what he sent me? Go on. Yeah, yeah. I'm in Courcheval. Your manager is fucking off, and that's you lot fuck for another 30 years. Should we start with Marcus? I'm a little bit worried about him. I saw you do a nice, um, I'm a little bit nice constructive. Uh, yeah, I'm a little bit. It was lovely, girl. I think when someone who's been as peaceful yeah. and quiet for the last seven or eight years mm. had been almost in some ways perfect for ten years in terms of his behaviour, and then the last three, four months, there's a couple of things happen. I always think, what's, you know, what is he, is he all right? What's going on with him? Yeah. It, you know, it's one or two things. He's either struggling, mm. or he's thought, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, it's one of those two things, isn't it? and I don't think it's that. You know what I mean? I, that, that's what, I don't know where you're at with it, um, but he's getting a lot of attention. I mean, that's, that'll have happened in all our dressing rooms where a lad's not turned into training or has come in and. Yeah, but it's a massive. Um, it's just on the back of a few other things over the last few months, isn't it? Like the incident he has, what, he's obviously been drinking for what, a couple of days, and uh, I think that honour is known as it's not the end of the world. We've all been there, we've done all that, we've done a lot worse than that. Yeah, but, but you mentioned there, Gary, about oh, he was almost perfect. I, I never felt for one second previously. You've never heard anything about him, though, have Yeah, we? true enough. But I, I don't think he was ever that perfect in the stuff he was doing off the field. And of course, he gets a lot of credit for that, of course. But I never thought, again, he'd some sort of halo above his head. But I also don't think now for one minute he's some sort of nasty, bad lad. No. I think he's just yeah. certainly made a few mistakes and of very yeah. close to each other. The profile of United, the fact United are struggling. Mm. He's an easy target. We mentioned the last time when he went out after his birthday. His decision-making at this moment in time is obviously not very good. But he's 26. We've all, we've all been there. We've made daft mistakes. Um, I, don't think he's, I don't think his attitude is of, I, I don't care anymore type of thing <coughs> about the game. The, I don't think so. No. Listen, we could be wrong. But he just needs to... He's, he well, needs to stop... Again, he needs to stop... His, his behaviour is that of, a, of, a, of an idiot. But I don't think he is. I think he's just making a few mistakes on the back of each other. And he's high profile now. And we see people out there, phones, people want to ring in and, and, and get players in trouble. But he's giving people that opportunity, of course, to go after him. It's, it's, you, you know, you, you, I, can't make, I don't want to make assumptions about exactly what's going on because something's definitely gone 
he's got, going, he's, so he's, he's got he's gone out on the Thursday. He's gone over to see his friend playing Ireland on the Thursday in mm. Belfast. I think what's happened is he's obviously say booked his flight back for seven eight o'clock. He's obviously had a couple of drinks before mm. that and thought I'm enjoying myself. I'm hang I, I'll put it back to the morning, thinking I'll get into Manchester at half eight, go to training. He's obviously gone a little bit longer than he should. He's woke up in the morning. He's not felt great. You know what I mean? I think that's what's happened. You know what I, I think? Um, like with me, when you look back at your career, and there's certain things that I missed out on not through my own fault, not for not trying and stuff like that, and you regret that. You know, what, one of the things that I hope don't happen for him, and you know what I mean, I say this from a place of love and, and you know what I mean, for him and care, is, is you don't waste it, man. Don't waste it simply because we're talking about somebody who's come through the, the United Academy, that's tough. You know, he's constantly in the spotlight. He's one of those where... He's a local lad. Yeah, he's a local that lad. He's come through the academy with the pressure that comes with uh, coming through the Man United Academy, getting to the first team, scores a couple of goals, scores in his debut for, for against us at Arsenal, scores for England. You're thinking, wow, the potential. When you look at the potential of someone like Marcus Rashford, we don't. his ceiling could be anywhere. We saw last season what he is capable of doing when he's consistent. But then you look at it, you think to yourself, you can't help but look and, and think to yourself, well... He's circle, and now he's got a tight circle. He's got a lot of mates that when he was younger. But at some stage, when you look at the drop off in what's happening to him, we're like, what's happened to Marcus Rashford? Why is he, why is he doing this? It's 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 about his inner sanctum to like get yeah, together. Yeah, and to those people, righty, I I I agree with Roy in that. I don't ever believe he was this saint that he was made out and this inner circle. I think he's done a great job with Marcus in terms of like. I think there was a lot of PR around him. And listen, that's the way of the world now. It, it put him as if like he was this guy that was almost going to save the world. When he's just a young lad from Manchester, he's got a few quid, he's a brilliant footballer. Now and again, he's going to get in a few scrapes. Mm. This is one that he's in. But I'm with you. I, I don't think there's anything worse than seeing someone not fulfil the potential. Yeah. We've all got different sort of, you're saying how high his ceiling is. When you think of the actual attributes he's got, I mean, the pace, the actual, the, the, the strike he's got with the right foot. But he is, and I feel for him a little bit because I've always said this for me, Rashford, if Rashford is Manchester United's best player, which I'd probably say he is, or best attacker, I don't think Man United can win anything big. And that's not a criticism of him. I just think they'd probably need someone a level yeah. of, he's almost yeah. like your second or third guy in that front three. And Man United then can win a league or a Champions League. And I just feel there's that much sort of pressure, there's that much scrutiny on him to be the guy who, who gets is the it, goals. Is it too much for him, do you think? Because I, I don't think he's quite good enough to be the Rooney or, the, the, you know, the Andy Cole maybe who got the goals in, in the treble season or Dwight York. And because there's nobody else there, you've got Martial, Hoyland, still a young kid. There's young kids around him. Players who've been brought in are not nowhere near good enough and he's seen as like he's Manchester United's guy and Man United one of the biggest clubs in the world I don't think he's quite good enough to be the main man for Man United I don't, think he, to, I don't think he wants to be the no, main man no I'm not saying that Roy I just think if yeah. Man United had better players around him yeah. I think we'd look at Rashford then yeah. maybe slightly different and I think if United were maybe at the top of the table and they were doing well and they were winning stuff this stuff would be I yeah, don't think he'd be it's such profile. It's worrying. It out. is worrying. Yeah, but he, he's 26. He's, mm. he's 26 years of a lot of experience in terms of footballing, as a footballer. But he's 26. And my kids are. He's going to make mistakes, and he he has to make his own mistakes. And I know there's a lot of people talking about the people around him. It's like years ago when people talk about Gaza. You know, you got to get 
these lads are still... They're going to make their own mistakes. Well, you don't think Do you think they're forcing the drink down him? They're forcing no. him to go to Bell? No, no, no. He's doing that off. He's doing that himself. But the thing, I think that 26 is the kind of age, especially what he's been from where he is and what he's capable of doing. Obviously, Man United have got to start getting themselves where, you know, players like probably want to be, winning things again and, and, and being at the top of the game like they were. But 26 is an age where you know now. He's got. I don't think, I don't, and no, man, you should. You, you know now. You know, like right. where he wants to be, where he should right. be going. The last few months we've been doing this chat, and we've been chatting about stuff we've done in our careers, mistakes we made. You've spoke about. It, we've all done, and we were all older than twenty six when we were doing daft stuff. So his, what he's done in the last week in terms of going on a, going on a bender for twelve hours. Let's relax a second. Twelve hours. Listen, 12 hours like a warm-up session you <laughs> I'm serious, and I'm not yeah. playing it down. No. He it, was in Kyoshi, but how long, yeah, but how, how long is it? We don't know how long this is going on. Of course we don't know, but it sounds if you look at him every week, whatever about his mindset, we've said, does he look like he's enjoying the game? Obviously not. There's something amiss. We know that. But he, we, he played against Spurs two weeks ago. He played some really good stuff, and he was running. It's not as if you were looking at him going, Jesus, I think his legs are gone or whatever. Yeah, there's, there's stuff going on without a doubt. Mm. But I think he's it's... Had a, he's had a few bevies, hasn't he? And he's, he's, he's thought he's going at a certain time. And a good song's come on. He thought, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have another one. Hey, one more. <laughs> hey, more Binder. Yeah, do, you think all, do you think he's also looked like, it's Newport on Sunday, and actually I can get I back to I think all that would probably that, go in the mix, definitely. But a few months ago, remember, obviously we've spoke about here when he was... Um, his birthday and he went out. You go, OK. If you look at every incident, all the time he, I think it was Wolves, he was late for a meeting, the manager punished him. He was, so all these little, these little habits are not good. But if you look at him at a one-off stuff, you're not going, Jesus, he's been caught, he's been, he's been caught up to all sorts. Yeah. He's, he's doing daft stuff. The, the, the thing this morning, uh, reading the headlines in the newspapers and the stories, it looks like there's a few people, to me, it feels like a few people briefing against him as well, because it, there are things in there that, you know, his teammates are sick of him, he's distant in mm. the dressing room. Yeah. There's things that have come out this morning that means that some, there are people either yeah. in the dressing room or connected to the but dressing room that are, that are giving him a little yeah, bit. Maybe. So it, he hasn't got that, you know, sometimes you think about supporting the dressing room. Yeah. Who this morning is grabbing hold of him in that dressing room exactly. and saying, look, come on, sort your shit out, basically. Yeah. You know, you know, you know what's right and well, wrong. There's manager and there's staff there, remember? And Listen, think, family, because a lot of time people talk about the manager and the club have got to get hold of him, but you're still only a very few hours of your life at the training ground. It's more as families to people around Yeah, but this is what I was there. saying. But also not, going, not, not being too hard on him. He's, again, he's been on a drinking session. He was, he missed, he was late for training. So unusual, Let's get the balance Roy, right. Roy, to hear of a player going on a drinking session in 2024, it's quite unusual. I know it wasn't in, in the day where we played, yeah, but, but today, possibly, when was the last time that we actually... That's true, I get, I get that, but let's get it. Let's look at it properly and go. No. Uh, each the, the few mistakes he's been making, and of course we, we we look at him off the pitch. We've all been saying, does he look happy in himself? And the answer is probably no. He signed this mega deal. He's no one. He's earning like crazy money. Football's been good to all of us, but it was never that three, four, five hundred grand a week. And then it's this. It's not uh, one or two cars. It's a seven. And then again, I always go back to it. The distractions off the field. Uh, Losing the hunger, all this stuff, and that comes into. But I still go back to. If he was playing well, mm -hmm. if, he, if this is well, well last season, Jimmy played well a couple of weeks ago against no, Spurs. What I mean is, in terms of having a great no, last season, for, uh, at one stage, I mean, I, I was, he was almost rivaling Harland. It was almost yeah. like the Player of the Year last year. If this happens last year. There's no, there's no doubt, I'm not saying it gets brushed under the carpet, but it's a bit like, you get away with it. It's just because mm. Man United are playing so poorly and he's having a real poor season as well. I think it blows up even more. I don't think it's the end of the world, but obviously, you know, we I don't... Think they've dealt continue. with it, innit? They find, they find him, right? They find him, I you know, there's a statement's come out. And yeah. It's, it's, you do want it to kind of like, OK, bam, like you're saying, you know what I mean? It, it happens. 
But remember, there's people who, who want to keep this going. Talking about somebody embarrassed this government, man. These people, he's gone into a world when he's doing all that, the food and everything, feeding him. He's gone into a world where he's embarrassed people. Now he's in a situation where, where he's, he's, it's not going well for him. He's, he's, got, he's got to take the flack now, yeah, right? He's, yeah, he's got, to, he's got to take it. But this is what I'm saying with the people. He just needs to... Are you worried about him, though, right? From a bigger perspective, or do you think it's just a blip? At the moment, I'm, 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 I'm a little bit worried. You know what I mean? I'm a little bit worried. Um, I'm hoping it's a blip. Because, like, like you say, at 26, you probably you can have a blip and then you, you, you might have enough time to get it back. But I'm just worried if it doesn't, if it doesn't come back. I, the, penny the, regret. To, the penny has to drop from, of That's course. That's the thing. I the don't want it to, to regret. Drop. But you're on about the, the dress room, lads. But when we've when we done daft stuff in the dress room, you won't go into the dress room. The, the lads won't pat you on the back either for mm. going, mm. hey, well done for missing training yesterday. Mm. I spoke about me missing training many years ago. It does happen, but... When did you miss training, Roy? Remember I told you, I came back late one time from, uh, I went up to Nottingham to watch a reserve match. I'd only just come to United and I came in four or five hours late. Yeah, traffic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you see, no, no, again, but, but lads weren't patting me on the back, but there was no, you know, there was no lads putting their arm around me either. You know, but Marcus getting that bit of protection. Sometimes you are on your own, you're 26, you're, you're an experienced player in the dressing room, but there also has to be that balance where you look and go, listen, you've been, you've, You've been daft, you've done something silly, you're getting fined, you hold... I've often done that, what you do, you hold your hand up and go, listen, I have been an idiot. Well, I'm more worried about him on the pitch. Yeah, this... not, not like, I'm, listen, that happens, we've all been there, we can all tell a story. Usually, usually about... connected though, aren't they? When you start making decisions off the pitch like yeah, that, but I think, I think this, that... But as you said, I don't think it's, it's happened too... I don't see him as like a boozer or a drinker. I, I don't know if it's a case of... He hasn't actually been in the team, has he really? I interviewed him but in the summer, Cara. He said, he said he has 10 days where he relaxes at the start of the summer and then after that, he doesn't... Yeah. Well, it, it might be something on the fact that he hasn't actually been in the Man United team and it's a poor Man United team. He hasn't been playing too often, has he? Of late, he's been a little bit in and out. Uh, and I just think maybe a little bit of frustration. He's had a couple of bevies. If I was talking about Marcus, Ra Marcus Rashford, I'd be talking more about his body language on the pitch. And I said this a few weeks ago. I think as a local player, me and you know, there is something extra, yeah. of a bit more extra pressure. And sometimes that can engulf you yeah. a little bit. But sometimes I want to see him more on the pitch. Not scoring goals necessarily, but more Rallying. being that lead, yeah. that sort of taking responsibility, having better body language on, on the pitch. That's what I'd be more borrowed about. Eric Ten Hag's decision is he's got obviously discipline him to obviously make sure that the rest of the dressing room mm. see it's not right. It's not mm. right, you miss a game at, at Newport, mm. but also make sure he doesn't end up with a Jaden Sancho situation on his hands where he pushes him away and ends up with a sort of bigger, massive crisis going into the rest of the season. Does he leave him out tonight of the game just as a sort of little message, a little... Well, the manager's priority is to win the next game of football. Yeah. I think move on quickly from it. Yeah. If you think he's going to help Man United get a victory and he's, he's, he's been punished, he's obviously had to fine or whatever... Play him. Then you, yeah, you play him if he thinks. Well, have you done? Has anyone, when you were a manager, Roy, there will have been a, a, someone with a breach of discipline. Yeah. What, what did you? What? What was your action in those instances? It, well, again, every situation is different. But when I've when I've probably disciplined players who were late, I would move on very quickly with them. Mm. If they were out of order, you take the punishment, especially if they were like genuine about it or they were late. It happened a number of times at Sunderland, um, and I would move on to be back in, involved in the group. Absolutely, especially if they were good. Man, man, <laughs> man, bad man, ones are banished. No, no. no you, man, you how many times? How long do you punish a player? Yeah. Not play the, the best no. players. No, no, they're not. It's a worry, though. I think it's a worry. Mm. I hope it's a blip, but I think it's a worry yeah. because if someone's making those decisions that doesn't ordinarily make those decisions, what what's going on? In yeah, it? The bigger picture, your worry is uh, for these incidents. Twice. Again, has he gone yeah. off yet? Yeah, is has he lost that? Real, again, we talk about is a young lad and that, the pressure and local lad. All that comes into it. But he doesn't look like he's enjoying his football anymore. No, and all that. I, I, I agree. It does go hand in hand with whatever's happening off the pitch and on it. And I look at him and you see him in the warm-up. So when he contributes to a goal, it's 
Football so looks like it's a, it looks like it's a chore to him. It football looks like, like yeah. a chore, and it shouldn't be. No. Listen, to, obviously there's pressure with everybody out there, but he's big player for United. He's shown before he can produce, mm. um, and he needs to get back. I again, I, the cars, the this, all the, the watches, all that is great. But don't forget what comes first: your football. Good luck with all that other stuff. But if that starts becoming more important than your football, then you are in trouble. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Talking about trouble. Liverpool in a bit of trouble, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> what, Tom, here, here we go. go. Here, here we go. go what a lovely segue. I'm in a lovely little restaurant having a coffee, mid-morning coffee, and the news breaks, Jurgen Klopp's leaving Liverpool. Right. Just something. It, the news, nobody gave you a heads up on it, Gary? No inside? No. no. I thought they'd Liverpool done brilliantly. Liverpool. Do you know something? Yeah. Right, go on. It reminded me of my last year at school when the news broke at lunchtime about Kenny Dalglish leaving Liverpool back in the day when I thought, that's big. That's big. That's like the moment where you think the, the era could be over. Wow. The, the, the sort of... And I felt the same way on Friday. It's almost like a massive big cloud just lifted above my head and the sun appeared. But it, it, <laughs> it was me. <laughs> no, but on a serious note, I mean, he is, and I've said this, I think he's the most exceptional manager and someone who has not just been brilliant for Liverpool but unbelievable for the Premier League, connected. Mm. Liverpool, the city, the fans, the yeah. team, the spirit, everything has been unbelievable for seven or eight years. And I remember when, for the early years, when you saw it grow and you thought, oh, no, here we go, this is proper, this. And he's created that there. How the hell in the world do you even begin to think about replacing him? I'm not sure you can replace him as someone being Klopp. You know, Klopp's... Klopp's the, the, the big thing about Jürgen Klopp is people think I've got some sort of relationship, but I, I haven't really... But I have seen him in, in private at times or, you know, little meetings. And he is exactly what you see on TV. It's not an act. It, it, it is him. You've obviously interviewed him as well. And I think whoever comes in, it's just obviously got to be themselves. They can't be Jürgen Klopp. But I always go back to, I think it was a testimonial at Man United. I think it might have been for Michael Carrick and I, I was playing in it. And Alex Ferguson was the manager of one of the teams. And he, he was just coming around the dressing room. And Klopp had been announced like two weeks before. And he said to me, oh, you've got a manager. Mm. And it was to do with the, uh, you know, when they go to them UEFA meetings, the man all the top managers in Europe come together. 
So he's seen Ferguson there. I think he's Klopp's being himself. You know, yeah. even though you know Ferguson, maybe Mourinho's there and Pep's there, he, he's being yeah. Klopp, and he's only at Dortmund then. And I always remember Klopp came on Monday Night Football, and I asked him about going to these meetings. He said, "Oh, I only went twice." I said, "Oh, I said I thought they meet every year." He went, yeah, he said. I just wanted to check if I was good as them, and I was. So I didn't need to go again. Wow. And that's what he said, and I thought, wow, that's just a man who's just... Very confident. Very confident, very happy in his own skin. And the job he's done is, listen, he, he's a god in Liverpool. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen this season. But when, when I got the news, it was like, whoa. For a couple of hours, I was like... I just couldn't it, process it. Yeah. I couldn't... I saw him at lunchtime. He said, I'm absolutely gutted. And he was with an entourage of people from Liverpool who were equally <laughs> as gutted. They were absolutely right. devastated. I can imagine. Yeah. I, could, it, I can't even think of what that would be like. like it would be like Wenger leaving after, a, after like five, six years. That would have been devastating yeah. for Arsenal. I, even, even when I heard it, I, I said, I, I kind of made a, a quip the other day saying about, you know, listen, people constantly calling me a closet Liverpool fan. Obviously, I watched a lot of Liverpool when I was younger, but I remember saying, listen, if... The first, the first impression was like shock and then sadness. Then you probably have to say that I am because I was quite sad for him. Simply because in this era, when you're looking at a generation, a couple of generations of Liverpool fans who 30 years haven't seen anything like this. And he's all they know. You know, it was Shankly and Paisley and everybody, Kenny Daglish, everybody came before. This is what they know. So I can imagine the devastation. And people say, well, that's a big word, but it's devastating. It's devastating news. And, and, and for Liverpool, I think, is, is probably different to every club in this country in how they treat managers. At Liverpool, the manager is... The one. The, yeah. the man. So people will look back on this era of, this is Klopp. It was Shankly, it was Paisley, it was Daglish, it was Benitez, Champions League winner. And I don't think I've ever seen another stadium where there's, there's actually a banner just with managers' faces on at Liverpool. It's just like... Every time he speaks, every press conference, everyone's just sort of... He, he's probably the only manager in the world who can have a goal to his own fans. And the fans go, he's right. Um. You, you know what I mean? The, the atmosphere wasn't great, was it? <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It's like every other manager knows you never have a goal to I wasn't that shocked. I don't know. I, don't know. I, wasn't oh, that. You say, I saw that. Why, why, was, why wasn't you shocked? I just thinking football and these managers and the stresses and the personalities of them. Obviously, we know Pep done it and he's been there nine years. I, I just wasn't that shocked. I don't know what it was. But I agree, I think he's been absolutely brilliant. I think he's a, talk about management, and obviously he's got to win football matches, but the way he comes across, mm. I think, was it one of his first games? I think they might have drawn, they drew home to West Brom and he got all the players. Remember he was mm. doing, I remember going, yeah. you're drawing home to West Brom and all that. But he was obviously trying to, listen, obviously build something and he was getting some top players in. But he has been, yeah. I, I think I, I've been really drawn towards mm. his, as you said, his interviews, he's proper natural, isn't he? You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. not really... Yeah. And that thing, Roy, that, that's, that probably sums him up in some ways. And that, that, I think it's a bit of a German thing that you do after games. Yeah, of course. The crowd. But it was a draw against West Brom. But everyone... Was it West Brom? Up. I think it was yeah, West Brom. Yeah, it was West Brom. Yeah. But that's one of those things as a manager, or even as a player, you're doing it, probably think, we're going to get slaughtered for yeah. this. Yeah. But he's that strong yeah. personality. Yeah. He'll front it and Def go, well, I did it because of that. I don't care. He doesn't yeah, care yeah. what anybody thinks. You know what? It's, yeah. it's the... Um, it's the you know, you, you've seen all the, the conspiracy, the theories of why he's doing it. Listen, I, I just think that it's, it's just time yeah. in, in, his, in his head. It's, gen, it's just time. It's nothing else. You know, you look at um, what's it, Michael Edwards. Mm. He left and, you know what I mean? He had to take on even more. I can't even imagine and get into the realms of his world in respect of the chasing down what he's done in these last five, six years. You know, then, you know, the, 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 
the pressure you're under to get Liverpool back to where they are, you know, and he's now leaving them. He's leaving them in a, in a, in a great place. You see him on the sidelines like, as well, right? The way he manages, yeah. the energy he yeah. wants, you know. The love, the genuine the love. Is, I think last year took a lot out of him in terms of, you know, not going really well and, and trying to build again. But what you got to remember is, even though we're saying this, this guy is a great manager, if you go back to his Dortmund time as well, He's had a lot of disappointment in that. He's lost a lot of finals. He's lost leagues on the yeah. last day at Liverpool. And we, you know, we all know his players losing a final or losing something really close. It's hard to come... It's like yeah. that thing yeah. of like lifting yourself. And mm. I think that's his biggest, one of his biggest strengths, his actual energy and yeah. his ability well, to it. lift himself again. But he has had to lift himself an awful lot. Too many times for me. Especially who he's up against. Mm. It's tough. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like... You're, you know what I mean? Somebody's just up the top of the hill all the time and you're trying to get there and, you to, mm. and then you, you know, it's, must, it's, it's devastating for well, me, you know what I mean? Losing a guy like that simply because he's lost his energy. You know, he's lost his, he he's lost his vibe, he's lost his you think so? energy I, I, for it. I don't look at him on the sideline thinking no. he's, he looks no. tired either, don't no, get me wrong. Inter- did you see the interview, what he'd done? Yeah. He's done? That, when you yeah, saw that, as much course. as, you know what I mean, the honesty, but the, you, you could, he looked. But I've oh, not been seeing him every week. There's him and Pep. I look at two managers every week, and obviously it does help if you're winning every week. And to me, they are the two managers who always look, they look full of energy yeah, and they look yeah. bright. Some managers, you look and you go, oh, they've not slept for a few nights. You can get that. And I get it. If you're winning every week, it does help. But I've not looked at Klopp and thought, oh, you look dreadful. Doesn't that say yeah. even more? Yeah, even more so, right? Of course, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. But obviously, we still don't know what's going on inside with a manager and his family going, yeah. it's, it's every day, you're up and at him and it's, you're travelling in Europe and Liverpool, you're challenging for trophies and you're competing with a brilliant Man City team. Mm-hmm. And that has to take its toll. Mm-hmm. It has to. Where does he appear again, do you think, in the future? I, I listened to a podcast this morning and they were, they were talking about the, uh, the, what's getting spoken about in the German press. And it's almost this feeling over there that he'll end up being the German manager. Because Germany, have an, I think Nagelsmann's the manager, but it's not. he's almost the manager, I think, until the tournament. Yeah. I, think, I think it's like an interim thing. So, But whether, whether that would be enough for him or whether he's want to do that straight away. Because he looks... I, I think once he's had a break, I think he will want to get back into something. But does the, break and does the national do you think team... it's a year out, do you think? Or do you think it's just a few months in the summer and then that's well, the move? He said he wanted a year out after Dortmund, and then three months later he's manager of Liverpool. Oh, yeah. You know, so I think in his head, I don't think he's got anything lined up. I think in his head he's thinking, I want to have a break. But if something comes up that you can't say no to, but I, I, he'd have good I options. Put it this he, he will have options, but I do have, think Jurgen Klopp. I couldn't imagine Jurgen Klopp managing Real Madrid or Barcelona. I, I, I couldn't. I, I, I can't see him at Real Madrid, but I can see him at Barcelona. No, I think for him it's the, the, it's the emotion, it's Bayern, the crowd, Bayern. it's it's yeah. Dortmund against Munich, it's, it's, it's Liverpool against the world. He won't do Munich, would he? He won't do Munich, would he? I I, I, listen, I don't know. I don't know how big that rivalry is between Dortmund and Munich. My point being is, I think the clubs that he's had, it's been built on emotion. You know, Dortmund, that big stand behind, you know, Anfield, Mines, I don't know too much about. I can't see him sort of sitting there watching Barcelona playing this ticky-tacky football. I couldn't... It'd have to be almost... It's him, the support, us against the world, and we're going for it. I can't... So that's why I look at some clubs and think, where does he actually sort of go? Because it feels like Liverpool suits everything about that more than anyone. Him him saying that he wants a year and then three months he's taken... You can't... You couldn't turn down that Liverpool. Especially... Even that Liverpool at that stage, it was a tough Liverpool to, to probably take on with the expectation. I think that now he's got himself to a level of manager where he can probably take a year off and it doesn't make any difference. He doesn't need to, oh, I've got to take that job, otherwise, yeah. you know, I'll never, I'll never get that again. Mm. I think that he's gone, 
he's gone to another level. He should take. Well, he turned on United, didn't he? Before he went to Liverpool, he mm. just, didn't yeah. he? Did he offer the United job? He so he's smart it. enough yeah. to pick the right fit for himself. You know, it is like Liverpool was probably a better connection for him. I'm not saying you turned on United, but for yeah. Klopp, he had that. Do you, do you, I mean, and the Liverpool guy, do you, do you worry that? This galvanises Liverpool to the end of the season, or do you think no, like I, the opposite? I, I, I was going to ask you that. Does it? Does it, it's either going to go one or two ways. It's either going to be grow into a massive wave of emotion that's going to work, or it's going to be a case that you go out of a competition. All of a sudden, there's a massive dip because everyone thinks he's. How do you think it will go? To I don't think it'd be a negative. I don't, I don't see it. As it a no, I don't say. I, 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 I see it as being like a players, especially with the interview what he'd done, and he's he made it clear. You know when people make do those interviews and they're they're talking about listen, don't make it about me, but deep down they're kind of make it about me kind of but like he genuinely wants the guys to to focus on what's happening because it could be quite a special season for them now if it does transpire that they end up winning it and then he goes out and you know what I mean blaze of glory good luck to him I don't see it going any other way in respects of not going out in a blaze of glory I'm not saying they're going to win it but I'm saying the players dropping off no. I can't see that I can't see that at all. I, I just think the atmosphere now at Anfield almost every game will be like a European game because how many games are left at Anfield? Probably Klopp might have 15 to 20 games left at Anfield. You know, so I, I can imagine the support mm. just thinking every yeah. every game, we're going to try and make this like a European yeah, night. Yeah. And, I, and that, that has to help. Jane, what about the worry of like losing, not only losing the manager, but like the director of football? Getting So what's, what's going to happen in that, Jane? What, what happens? You get the director of football, then the manager, you get the manager. But to get those two... Well, well, Jürgen Klopp right. came into a structure at Liverpool where it was seen, this word was used a lot about almost like a transfer committee. That, was, mm. that, that term was used when Brendan Rodgers was there. Jürgen Klopp then came in with people there, you talk about Michael Edwards and, and the team around him. Some of those people are still there and that was a brilliant team together. And there's no doubt, there's too much being said about it, that Michael Edwards and, his, and half of his team sort of moved on because... Jürgen was becoming more powerful, but mm. that's that's normal when a manager has success. He becomes that's more powerful, powerful and, and he wants more saying things, and I totally get that. And Liverpool right now have basically had three directors of football in, in about 12, 18 months. Mm. So Michael Edwards left, yep. the guy behind him came in, Julian Ward, he left after about six months, and they didn't have one. And a German guy came in who I think Klopp's agent knew quite well to do the deals over the summer. He's leaving in the next day or two once this window's finished. So Liverpool have not just got to find a manager, they've got to find all the staff, because all the staff are leaving with yeah, Klopp because they want to be managers Jesus in their own right. It's a dangerous period. Yeah, and then you've got to get a director of football. So this is not just about getting a manager. FSG have got to get a huge structure around this manager who's coming in because Klopp was at a stage where everybody needs help, but he was that bigger figure. He was that sort of confidence in himself. He probably didn't need the structure as much as when he first came in, but a new manager coming in that was going to need real help. James, is there, is there a worry? Because I saw with Virgil Van Dijk saying yeah. about the co you know the contract, he's going to kind of see what's going on now. You kind of feel that there's a few players, there's a players there who probably signed, like probably all those midfield, probably signed well, he, for he, Klopp. He came out. He's actually come out and sort of clarified that yeah. uh, and said he was misquoted or, right. or whatever that right. may be. But Virgil Van Dijk's not the biggest worry, and neither is Mo Salah. It's Trent Alexander Arnold. They've, those three players have got 18 months to go. In 18 months, Salah and Van Dijk will be 34, mm. 35. So this thing about like, oh, we could lose Van Dijk. Well, it might actually be the right decision. In 18 months, right. 
you know, Trent Alexander-Arnold's the one that you've almost got to build this team around for a new manager coming in. So that's the most important one. But yeah, I, I think Mo Salah and Virgil van Dijk will probably in 12 months' time, the club will look at that and go, well, OK, you've got six months to go. How are you feeling as a player? You know, obviously they're both on big wages and rightly so. But you'd want to keep them if they were playing as they are right now. But 18 months is a long time in football. Liverpool had success in the 70s and 80s with a con like a continuity path with the boot room, didn't mm. they? But then... When other managers who've been dominant at clubs have left, say Wenger at Arsenal yeah. or Sir Alex Ferguson at Manchester United, it, it, there's been a huge sort of dip. Mm. How do Liverpool make sure that they don't go down that route of obviously the club, the whole club going down when Klopp leaves, and obviously that sort of like that feeling of it's not the same. What what do they do now to even try and replicate it in a different way? Same with City, it's coming at City with Pep at some point. Yeah, yeah listen, there's, there's no secret to say do this and, and this won't happen. You know, everyone feels like they've got a plan to go forward. I mean, Alex Ferguson picked the next manager in some ways, didn't he? Thought he was sort of helping the club, bringing David Moyes in. Uh, for me, if you're talking about who should come in, I, I think it should be Xabi Alonso, uh, a former teammate of mine. He's very inexperienced in management. I think he's only managed, I think it's about 60, 70 games. Uh, but what you would have straight away is the club on side, not just because he's an ex-Liverpool player, because of the respect he had as a player. What he's done in 18 months at Bayer Leverkusen is pretty remarkable in that they were basically in the relegation zone when he came in. He almost qualified for Champions League last year. He got to the semi-finals of the Europa Conference League, mm -hmm. got beat by Roma. This season, the top of the league yeah. and they're in the Europa League. And you think of the managers he's been managed by, Ancelotti, Benitez, Jose, Pep, uh, and the football that they play. And I just think he's the type of guy, if he came in, he'd have the crowd straight it away. Like it wouldn't be a... as well, you know, the, the level of player he's played with. I don't think it would be something, because you have to look at Javi, Javi Alonso and you feel like, well, who else is a better candidate in respects of yeah. playing there, the levels he's played at, what he's achieved, the fact that a club like Liverpool's not going to like engulf him in what he's doing. The fans are going to love him instantly. Who are, exactly. the, contenders? Who are the contenders? Well, people have mentioned uh, De Zerbi, and I think in the Premier League in the last 18 months, he has Will, will the manager to... need to win something, James? Does the manager need to have won something? Uh, listen, not... it, it would help, and, and Xabi Alonso could win something He could win the, the Bundesliga. Uh, I mean, he could end up playing Liverpool in the Europa League final. Wow, could you imagine? But I'm going to turn off the team who haven't lost a game this season. In, every comp in any competition. I haven't lost one game by a Leverkusen. So I do look at Alonso in terms of, I do feel like he is, he looks like at the start of his career that he's maybe the next sort the next of, who knows the, how yeah. high he'll go, but the next sort of big name manager. And I think once you've had a, a Leverkusen who normally are a top four team, I would say, in Germany, yeah. sometimes they're in the Champions League, sometimes they're in Europa League, yeah. people might say he might need another job, he might need no more experience. But once you've been at that level, you yeah. want to go to that level where yeah. The next one's to really win, maybe with a big club. And if he doesn't go to Liverpool, he's going to probably end up at a Bayern Munich or a Real Madrid, the clubs that he's played for. So, I, does, the time, I, does the timing of the club announcement yeah. coincide with the fact that it allows Liverpool to get five or six months for a new manager? It, do you think the, 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 the timing was the thing that sort of shocked me a little bit, maybe, not the fact that he was leaving at some point? Do you think that it's because they needed to get their ducks in a row towards the end of the season they're worried about it leaking out? Well, well he, he, he said that he told them in in November and but, they've decided... But why was it announced this week? Well, he said something in the press a couple of days ago. So you've got those players like Van Dijk, Salah, uh, Trent, whether you're talking to new players in March, April. And he said, how can I be talking to them about... So it's about the future. Yeah. 
Yeah. If I'm not even almost like lying to them mm. in some ways, and also how do you keep something like that? That's exactly. Secret Especially if the, if the club long. is starting to starting to like sound out managers, then and people can say, "Oh, Liverpool's just yeah." Being and also his own staff, I think he's trying to be helpful to them because they all are desperate to get into into management mm. and also almost to give them time and not just announce it in in March, April. I think he thinks he's doing the the club a big favour by sort of you know mm. announcing it now, as you said, to get themselves ready. It's a, it was. A, it's a shock, man. You know, because again, we listen. We love characters, and he's been a great mm. character. Mm. He's the, the thing for me is, is football's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm obviously not a fan of Liverpool, but when you go and watch Liverpool play football under yeah. Jurgen Klopp, you know it's going to be a good game. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't matter who you support. You have to yeah. look at what they've done and the way they're playing. Everyone has huge respect for that. I was half hoping United had tapped him up. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the killer blow. Too late, yeah, Cam. <laughs> right, Super Six. Right, so this is our Super 6 section. His face looks really fresh. Yeah, he looks. And yeah. Ben, you've been skiing as well. I'm set, no, he's here. I'm he's, trying to find he's out about Ben for a bit. What you've you done, done something with your hair. You've done Have something. You? You've definitely Had a haircut. Had a haircut. Nice one. Thank, thank you, Roy. Okay, last week's scores, Gary, you got eight. And you got so lucky. Why did you want to thank you, James? Tell me what I got right. Oh, no, there was one game. You got... You got the results for Brentford, Nottingham Forest, Brentford win, Leeds win against two, Preston, you two, two. You got lucky. United, West Ham draw, and then um, Bournemouth, Liverpool win. But you didn't get the scores. You were a bit worried about that. They wouldn't hammer them. So, be, um... <laughs> you know, I'm, 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 I'm listening to, I'm looking at the results now. I'm, I'm, I'm a nervous wreck. <laughs> Hoping that we can get... Well, why do you think Bournemouth are Real Madrid every week? Hey, Bournemouth. <laughs> <laughs> Bournemouth. <laughs> Bournemouth, I love Bournemouth. You what? do. 76 <laughs> points. Sweet. Oh, here we go. But um, Roy, no. you got nine points. Ooh. So, you know, and right, yeah. Small steps, small steps. Hey. Nine points. Closing yeah. the and gap, Jill, isn't it? Jill. And Jill. Yeah, and Jill. put us on 12 points. <laughs> 49. Where is Jill again, by the way? She must be doing a gig. So. A jungle? She's... <laughs> Strictly <laughs> Big Brother, was she? She must be on Dancing something. on ice. <laughs> we miss you, Jill. Um, Super Six have got um, Carabao Cup final tickets to give away. Oh. VIP ones. Oh. Sandwiches. So, Ooh, yeah, like if any player beats Gary's score, they'll be entered into a prize draw. Wow. That's... So there you go, that's pretty good, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, there'll be a lot of people in that draw. <laughs> there could be, there could so, be. Right. Liverpool v Chelsea. I've just yeah. been uh, awarded that game by Sky. I'm going to do the game. Are you doing it? I think so. You'll probably be there. Are you doing it right or not? I think so, I know. Oh, you, don't, you like Carabao Cup weekend off, don't you? We're skiing. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening, bro? Right, well, let's, let's go. go. Let's do it. New, Newcastle versus Luton. Mm -hmm. You it? got first, yeah. lads. Go on. Yeah. 3-0. Uh, uh, Newcastle 3-0. Yeah. Wow, you think that much? Yeah, we'll yeah, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who's going first? I mean, because Jamie just came in. He was just like... Yeah, yeah. I'll go. I'll, do you want me to go first? Yeah, go on. I'll go. Come on. Two one. Sorry, two one. Newcastle, please. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> rushing me. Brighton Palace. Oh, oh that it's, uh, it's our turn. That's, that's, what derby is that called? The, the what? It's just the M. Uh, I don't know. It's the M23 derby. Is that isn't what it? it is? Yeah, the M23 derby. Brighton uh, had a bad result, haven't they? They did, yeah. Um, Palace <laughs> down there. Good record, have they? <laughs> I've seen, the stat, really, seen the stat last. Uh, Brighton won three out of the last 16 in the Premier League. Something like that, yeah. They were, they, were, they, were, 
they were terrible yesterday. But like the, the Luton closed them down really right. well. And I'm, yeah. I'm look, looking at Palace. They didn't do that to us. And I'm worried if Palace can get anywhere near Brighton. And Don't overthink it either. I have to because like if I get this wrong and say Brighton are going to beat Palace, I'll be devastated. He's still on. Yeah. I'm going to go with 2-2. Two, two. Oh, oh, not sure about that. I think oh, Brighton so. Yeah. Oh. You think Brighton are going to beat them? Oh, I think so. Brighton 2-1. The fact is that Palace won you. 2-1, yeah. 2-1 on Brighton. Brighton. off a little bit. Uh, two, yeah, 2-1 two Brighton. So it's now West Ham, Fulham. Oh, Palace have some Burnley. 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 See, Eze's goals last season. Yeah, that's not... Eze's and Elise's goals Oh, unbelievable. Jesus Christ, them two. Burnley's badge is... So West Ham, Fulham. Burnley's badge is... Burnley, still Burnley. Oh, Burnley. What did you say there? Burnley, Fulham. Burnley, Fulham. Oh. I don't think Burnley are going to win, do you? No. It's, all it's got 1-1 one, one written all over one, it. 1-1. One, yeah. one, one. Cool. We'll be right on that as well. That's a five-pointer. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Is it my goal? Yeah. I'm going to go 1-1 one, one as well. Ooh. No, I do. I just... Follower. Feel in my bones. Sheep. Yeah, it's a draw. Sheep. <laughs> Are we first? <laughs> I'm trying to think Sheep. of what I argued in the dressing room at United. It was a few I to Villa there. yesterday. Pally. I must say that story. We were in Marbella drinking all day and all night and Pally wanted to go home about half 3-1 Villa. 3-1 like Villa. <laughs> Yeah, Mrs. Is, she's the bar fan. He, he, he swung at me, Pally, yeah. What? If you can hit me, was that what it was? Watch up, yeah. You know, <laughs> Brucey stayed out till one out eight or something like that. Yeah. Real <laughs> men. Did you, know? to, did you say something to him about what? Why, why was you... No, because he was going home early. You were right. What, 4.30? Thumper. Yeah. <laughs> Thumper. That's what we, I was saying, obviously. Was you saying nasty stuff? And then he got nasty. You know, Under the thumb. Thumbprint <laughs> on, thumb on yeah. his forehead. Right. Sheffield United, Villa. Oh. Did you go 3 on Villa? I was disappointed. Yeah. I didn't watch Villa last night. I watched the first game in the Arsenal. Uh, just, yeah, yeah, Villa just well. off. Villa, no. Wheels might come out with Villa. I think 2 0 Villa. Dear. Yeah. Hey, Villa manager to uh, Liverpool, Villa, that's the rumour. I always think when a good team get beat, yeah. it's like, all like, well, right, OK. Game. OK, we'll do that then. I, I, don't, I don't feel it, so go 2 0 if he feels it. I don't feel that game at all. <laughs> you're giving, oh, you're not giving him a goal? United, fancy, fancy United West Ham, that, that game's on Sky first, isn't it, before the, yeah, Arsenal Liverpool. Yeah, Is it us first? I didn't know. Roy, it's you're us. You're doing that game. It's not us. I'm doing the games. We It's them. It's your first. No, they just went after us. Yeah, it is us. United West Ham. I think Man United, we're definitely winning that. We're definitely winning that. 2-0. What? Rashford. Definitely. Definitely. We're definitely winning that. You don't think so? No. No. No, it's my goal. It's not my pick, It's Roy's pick. I go 2-1 United. Man United. There you go, you see. And now it's the big one, eh? I wouldn't have gone that. Big game of the weekend. Oh, here we go. Righty. Oh, is this... Here it is. Hey, come here on, it is. Don't lose. Let's not lose. We can't lose. No, we can't lose. We yet. can't lose. Let's see if he's confident enough to win. Roy Saints, I should go 1-1. One, one. Oh. I haven't seen them two draws. I'm not going to do I'll go 1-1. One, one. It's a draw. I don't want to go. See, I'll do see, it. I'm bored see, of the draws. <laughs> There's so many draws in the big games recently that I've done. You want I'm to... sick of them. Just... I, we need win. To win. I want to go for us to beat Liverpool. Go on, aren't they? Go on, Niners. Come on, pal. We're not scoring. I'm with you. Though. Come on, give, the, give Arsenal's players some confidence. Well done. 2 1 Arsenal. I'm we with need you. Go on, I'll let you choose this one. Yeah. Oh. I would have probably said 2 1 Arsenal. But then, you know, Liverpool just surprised you me. You can still go with 2 1. I still wait. You can still go with 2 1, Gary. You can still go with 2 1. But they're not dipping, are they? 
Liverpool, Liverpool, Liverpool. Your man or a mouse, Gary? Yeah, your man or a mouse. Any cheese there for Gary? Gary, give me some feeling about where, how where Liverpool you think are at now this week. Salah, Salah, emotion of Klopp. Well, Trent's back. Sobers lies back. The only one's going to be missing is Salah, I think, for this game. I think it'd be two-two. Do you know something? I, I, I always think this, right, when I watch, and to be fair, it's usually when Salah's playing against Zinchenko on that side, I always yeah. think Liverpool are going to score at least yeah, one. Yeah, but Jota's good out there. That's what I'm saying. I, I just think, I watch Zinchenko at left, and I just, I, I love him as a footballer, but I just think when he's there in these types of games, Liverpool, I just... We need a score, Gary. Uh, I, I'll go 2-2. Two, two. I'll go 2-2, two, two, even though I don't go for a draw. I don't go for a draw, I'm going for a draw. Yeah. close, man. Yeah. He was good. I, I know they gave Bradley, they gave Bradley yeah, the man yeah. a match, but... Look good, didn't he? Jesus. I take a photo. Of course you can. I'm going to take a photo. Yeah, take a photo, Roy. Send it me. He doesn't, like, trust, I, I, he doesn't trust that he's getting looked after properly with his score. <laughs> no, I do. But <laughs> it's the weekend. On, it's on, on, on Saturday afternoon, he's going to be there at Salford watching us against Wrexham and he's going to be like... No, it's fine because like, <laughs> when the angry. results were going the other day, girl, I was thinking, I can't remember what we've done. Yeah. Hey, Salford and Wrexham should have been on there, really. Yeah, that would have been a good... Can we call it Super 7 this week? Yes, definitely. OK, Salford and Wrexham are on the Super 7. Saturday, three o'clock kickoff. I tell you what we'll do. Anybody who guesses the correct score in some sort of competition can it's come in and watch. Watch Salford. Can come in and watch. No, can go watch Salford. Come in and watch me. I'll let you watch me. Just sit there. I'll let you bask in my glow. I'm being quiet. To be honest, we just give them something. Gary, do you think I like Salford? Come and watch this show. Come watch the show. They might not want it. People would love to come and watch this show. Come watch Salford. Give them like a T-shirt. It's easier. No, I wouldn't know. That we're, they're, they're this not is an experience. <laughs> Two people can come and watch this show if they Two. get. They can go into a draw if they get the correct Salford and Rex. Is that the bottom prize? Right. Okay. And then we put them into a draw, and then we select them to come here. There you go. The super. And then when seven. they get it, they can the ask super seven. anything. <laughs> they can ask anything. Anything. Yeah. They can come and ask a question. Yeah. Brilliant. <gasps> Fuck it. Why not? Brilliant. Just go crazy. Brilliant. Right. What is it? Salford Rex. Salford Rex in there somewhere. Write it at the top where the points are or something. But All right. Yeah. Okay, Gary. Yeah. It's a big game of the weekend. You go first, Gary. You go first. Salford. Someone got. I'm going to go two-one to Salford. Salford two. That's Carl Robinson in a job for another week. <laughs> I don't know why I mentioned Salford, honestly. Um, <laughs> Always comes with some. This is, is this a kind of grudge game because they're two, kind two. of like. I'm going to go 2 2. I mean, I how's, how's that work for you? I mean, yeah. you notoriously don't like people from Liverpool, but you've appointed a scouse manager. No, but you, well, you, put, you get over these things from a professional perspective. I played with Wayne Rooney for. 10 years. Plus, one but of the greatest Manchester United players ever was, was from Liverpool. Yeah. Didn't support Liverpool, though. I think Carl does. Done? Done, thank you. Right. The, right. The, so basically, I just want to clarify another little rule. I think if the, either of our scores are correct mm. on that, there should be 10 points, do you agree, to each of us? Wow, well, because yes, front, 10 yeah. points? Yeah, I think 10 points for a correct score in that so game. If we get, it's a bonus fixture. That brings us to... It right. gives you a chance of getting back into it. Is that Great. The people at Super 6 will be delighted with this. <laughs> yeah, we go with that. We go with that by yeah. 10, 10, 10 points. 10-point bonus. Yeah, Please. Three points for the correct score, for the correct result. So, obviously, I, Roy's draw, I'm... Yeah. So on seven yeah, points whatever. for the... And then... <laughs> <laughs> Right, let's move on. We're on the edge of the January transfer window, right at the back end of it. And who has been the best ever January transfer signing? Wow. Ooh. 
the first one that comes to mind, I mean, Van Dijk would have to be up there, wouldn't and he? And Alisson. He wasn't January, you know, well, he was the end of the season. Van Dijk was. I Lu thought he was. I thought I'm, listen, <laughs> maybe I'm being biased. <laughs> Luis Suarez was a January. Yeah, they're the two that jump out at me. Vidic and Evra were January. Yes. Was that 2006 or something? Yeah. yeah. Not bad. That's brilliant. Very um, good. That was at the wages the club were saving me after I left. <laughs> <laughs> did they leave? Just, did they come in just as you left? <laughs> Freed up my wages for the two of them. You know who I saw, saw, who I saw in January was um, Robert Huth went to Leicester. Yeah. 2015. Oh. oh. And I think they needed to win like. Oh, and kept them up and right. then won the league. And the then next won year. the league. One played 30 games the next season. Won that's the league. Very good. I think. Like. Left field one, though. That's great left fielder. Eh? Am I going back a long time? But did John Hatch go to West Ham and score the goals that kept them up? Am I, are we going back too far here now? No. Is that a bit? January, yeah. I think that, I can't remember that Hartson one. Hartson and Kitson, I, I thought they were in the same yeah. window. And two of them. Harry Redknapp, yeah. yeah. I'm sure it was. We'll have to... Do you want to say best like, January transfer signing? Mm. Is it someone who's obviously gone on to become a great player or is it someone who's had a massive impact massive that's impact. kept a team up or has basically won the impact won, for won a few the months? Yeah. And you're including, obviously, loan signage as well. No, yeah, someone who yeah. went on and won the Champions League for a club or someone who went on and won the league yeah. or kept the team up. No, but or... When you look at Van, Van, Van Dijk's, it changed everything in respect of how Liverpool could then play high and you know he could mop everything mm. up. Obviously, Alisson coming after but you have to look at Van Dijk's signing as the one that really... Set the sales for Liverpool. Signing, yeah. well, I always sign. think January's either a panic, a panic or you've got to overpay. Yeah. yeah. And when you think of Van Dijk, even though he's been brilliant, Liverpool had to pay 25 million more than they agreed yeah. because there was a they got caught tapping them yeah. up earlier in the season, <laughs> so they had to go another 25. But can million I just say with this, can I say with that though, whoever was doing the job of mending yeah. that bridge, what they done when they tapped him up to then get Southampton to sell him yeah. in the yeah. end was unbelievable work on their part to get that deal done after all that happened. I've tried to wipe my uh, interview that I did that night that he signed. St James' from, Park. From record. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of money. It wasn't quite they've overpaid or it's a disastrous sign. It's like, buddy, Ooh, that's a lot, that's a lot of money. money for a centre-back, 75 million. <laughs> you know what I mean? It looks quite cheap. You know what was really cool about, though? I remember watching him at Southampton, watching him, watching, him at Sel watching him at Southampton, and the way he played for both of them is exactly how he played for Liverpool. Yeah. People would say things like, well, he won't get back away with that if he's... Yeah. Mm. He got away with it. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. So... I think he'd probably be... We're not coming up with much more than Van Dijk, are we, at the moment? What about one that went the other way? When I think of January, so, I think of a spreer. A lot, even though... So I'm going to throw a name in. going for the tight. I'm going to throw a name in now, because I don't know if it was a January transfer window back then. But Eric came in... September? But he came partway through the season, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I, don't, I know, but he came late, didn't it? When did Eric Cantona, some time when Eric Cantona came to Man United. You know, he's a brilliant signing. So he came in November, yeah. which is almost a, a, a sort of a <laughs> January transfer. <laughs> 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 no, but seriously, Cantona counts, he's got to count on oh, it. Bruno Fernandes. Fernandes came in January, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Bruno Fernandes. But I think Eric should count as a mid-winter, mid-sort of season signing. No, you can't. We're talking about winter January. Now. Is it, it's winter oh. six months now. <laughs> November's winter. November's January. <laughs> Gary was skiing at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm throwing Cancer in there. No, no, you're just talking about brilliant signings. No, no, in the mid, middle of the season. It's got to be the January, because we're in January now. Right. Because yeah. um. I think it counts as that, really. It was a 
transformative. <laughs> Sorry, girl. It was a transformation to a whole club. That signing. Yeah. yeah. Won it? It was a transformative um, signing. Transformative. That was what I was trying to say. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> Johnny Evans to Sunderland. It's a huge signing for me in the transfer. And, and you got promoted. Yeah. Nice. Ferguson done you a favour there, didn't he? Huge favour, I am. <laughs> Million pound loan fee. <laughs> Johnny wanted 20 grand a week. <laughs> remember ringing Johnny. Obviously, we'd done the deal. And he'd been up, to be fair, he'd come up the previous year when we were in the Championship, done well. And then we got him back in January and uh, again we had to give a million pound loan fee for the second part of the season. And Johnny was on about, I think he said it was about 10 grand a week. But our, I think Niall the chairman said, but Johnny wants 20. I said, 20? Fucking bit cheeky, in it? Like he's on 10. Yeah. Young lad, I ring him, I go, Johnny, what, what are you doing? You, you want 20? He went, yeah, yeah. He said, yeah, why not? He says, I read your book. I was like, you read my book? He says, yeah. And he says, in your book, you said, you've got to negotiate hard and get as much as you can. We gave him the 20. Yeah. And he was brilliant. Yeah. That was Johnny, yeah. But Johnny, a brilliant signing for us, absolutely. It's been good to Ten Hag. He's done all right. Wouldn't go that far, but... <laughs> He's been OK. So, can we please put uh, a name on the biggest or best transfer in the middle of a season. <laughs> Forget January. Van I'm Dijk. going, going Cantona. Van Dyke. No, I'll, I'll probably say, um, I, I'm glad I mentioned Robert, but Van Dyke, the way he's changed. He's changed everything. Changed everything. That's what you want, the transformative signing. Transformational. A transformational signing. I'm thinking of a player we did a kind of, I look at a different way, a player who's gone in and maybe just saved the club maybe also from the other side. And I go back, I keep drawing back to these strikers back in the day. I think John Hartson went to West Ham. Tevez went to West Ham didn't he? and Mascarano in January. Didn't right. Yeah. And they yeah, kept him true. up. Yeah, but that, they ended up getting yeah. fined for that, didn't they? Was it January? Was it not January? No. When was that? It's the November transfer window. August to January. Winter transfer window. When did Carlos Tevez and Mascarano go to West Ham? It was looked like the start of the season. Was it? It was sunny and everything. It was sunny with Padre, wasn't it? And Padre was orange, I remember it. When was it? August, oh, sorry. It was a bad autumn that year. <laughs> right, I'm going Cantona. I'm sticking with I hope what? my stats, I hope John Hartson did go in this. Even Kitson went in a January. John Hartson, you're on the right. Maybe okay. not of January, right. but it was definitely. We're throwing it out to you at home. Who is the best? Van Dyke. What was it? John Hartson or Cantona? Would Gary be a centre back in the modern game rather than a right back due to the due to the sort of height and pace conundrum now? That's the question. Probably probably right. What do you mean the height and pace? You ain't no. quick. <laughs> no, you weren't weak. He was strong. How many kids did you play centre half to oh, In the early days a lot. I'd probably have oh, a centre half now. Exactly. Was sixty or seventy, or no. nowhere near that many. I'd say I'd say I saw you last I'd say hundred and fifty. I saw you last week, I watched an old game in this cup semi final. Do you play against Chelsea? Oh, Hull it header. Yeah, Gary. And oh, uh, right, yeah. no, no, listen. And I saw another cup game during the week, the Liverpool game, where Owen scores the header. And uh, yeah. he, was, he was right back that Yeah, time. I know he's right back, but he's still in there. You know what I mean? He's always there, you know what I mean? There was a bit of confusion on that one. Oh, there was, <laughs> certainly from you. No, yeah. <laughs> no, no, that yeah, you was got one. Drawn, Owen Jones you know, no. in front of you. Yeah, no, but you only sent it back. But there was nobody behind you. You only sent it back, which is nobody behind you. You only sent it back, runs quickly forward. late. Oh, you've killed me. But there was nobody behind you. But I can't stand next to my centre back who's marking him. And no, you don't have to stand next to your centre half. Owen's in between. Uh, I've got a bit of. Look, and even when he heads it, one, you, don't, you don't even hit no, him. He heads it. The Hullet one, definitely. Right, so that's. So I'd be wary about you playing centre half. I, I'd, I'd probably have well, played centre half. 
I, I said about Martinez, didn't I, when he first came yeah, in? Yeah. I still... Do you, do, you I still do you retract that now? No, not really. I, I, I just, <laughs> if, if I was a manager, I would never buy a centre-back that small. And the reason being, it's not just him. I actually like him as a player. I think he's got great spirit. He's brilliant on the ball. He's aggressive. But the way football is now, when probably 20 years ago, I used to play full-back. And you'd normally have a back four. One of your full-backs would be really tall as well. You don't think of set-pieces. But the way the game is now, because full-backs are almost like wingers, there's not that many big players in your team, really. So your full-backs are not the biggest anymore. So I always think for set-pieces, your centre-back sometimes, and even your striker now, how many teams play with like a big, massive guy up front? It doesn't really happen as much. I just think your two centre-backs have got to be... Just for set pieces, six three, six four. So at least you've got those two. Berezi, would you have Berezi? Oh, listen, he's my favourite ever player. <laughs> so the answer is oh. no. There wouldn't play centre back. <laughs> no, 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 we've answered no, the question. No, no. no. saying that. What's oh, Mascarano? There's one more. What's the worst piece of man management you've ever seen? Oh, fucking easy. For ever me. seen? Um, I think. Remember Phil Brown at Hull when he got the players to up at Man City. That bad? Pointing out what was that? About? Do you think it was that bad? On the pitch, you mean? Yeah, when they were on the pitch. What was that about? I couldn't understand. I still don't know what was about. What was what it was about? <laughs> I was like, what's the thing? Jimmy Bullard one. That yeah, was Jimmy Bullard yeah, says, yeah. like celebration. But I was thinking, what, what would be the what would be the, the reason? He's trying to, to be do different. Trying to do something different. I don't know. Yeah, yeah but the thing is, you're, the, you're, yeah, but the thing, you're trying to be different. He done worse than that. He done worse than that. What are we doing here? Not even the, listening the, to what he's saying. This may have come off the back of the Troy Deeney quote about the players the other week. You know, so remember the interview that Troy did. Mm. Um, what, did you, what did you make of that, where he criticised the players at Forest Green? <clears throat> no, I don't think that was right. It wasn't just... Listen, sometimes our manager says th something in a press conference. The like, like, like the, the situation with Ten Hag and, and, and uh, Jaden Sancho, when you look at the interview, the manager hasn't even really said anything that bad. <laughs> you know, but I, I don't think it was that bad. For, like, so Sancho never plays again for United, but I thought the Troy Deeney thing was over the top, what he said about the play. You, you can't... I mean, it was out of order. You and he said it, he said it a few weeks in a row, didn't he? Yeah, he, and he was saying he was weak and he was one of the worst players. He, did he say someone was one of the worst? He wouldn't get a game in a con the conference or something about one of his players. Yeah. I, I, I didn't like. can't say that. Yeah. I, I didn't like. I didn't like the Bex one before the '98 World Cup. What was that? Where he said that um, he was distracted by his wife, and you know. Uh... You said he was distracted on the documentary. <laughs> No, I didn't. You did? No, I didn't. You did? <laughs> the great thing about no. that documentary is Beckham says, I wasn't distracted, I wasn't distracted. And then it distracted. went straight to and you and he said he wasn't. And his mum said he wasn't. No. What I'm saying to you is to say it publicly to the press and the media. Yeah, OK, yeah. At the time. Yeah, sometimes yeah. a manager might be just trying yeah, but to I just thought, I just thought, you know, the noise that that would make is, like, sort of huge around David Beckham. He was with Victoria at the time. That was the bit that, you know... And, and I like Glenn. I think he was a great coach. But I just think he was a young coach. And yeah. You know, to do that, it, it created a massive scene at the time. It wasn't nasty. Well, no, no, it was no, nastiness. It, but it felt a bit <laughs> like at the time. But I just think when managers nowadays are doing so many press conferences, eventually they they are going to they're going to have a slip. Yeah. They're just going to. But I think bring, but I think bringing in his family, I think, is one where I think you wouldn't ordinarily yeah. as a manager do that. You'd only say, look, you know, David's got some issues. Us, we're dealing with. He said, no, look, he was almost pointing towards. Right. The fact yeah, he was with course. Victoria. Obviously, yeah. he was with the Spice Girls at the time. That's see, the, you see, with Troy, I'm wondering if. Um, how that works out for him in his first job. Obviously, they didn't win a game. You know what I mean? Ideally, you want to get the players on your side. You want to say everything, even if they fucking lie to them, so they can get yeah. win a game or something. I'm just thinking that, um, you know... He's tried, time, to go, he's tried to go the other way, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah. yeah, he's gone the other way to try and... I don't know, the, the, the tough love, but I'm wondering how that's going to affect him in the future in, in, in respects of how he thinks um, currently, how you, you manage... He learns from it, this, surely. This, 
this kind of play. He nearly beat I mean, Salford. There was the last kick of the yeah. game. Salford got a result. Yeah. And this is a team he's gone in. Remember, again, he's a manager. I know how much Forest Green have won well. four or five games mm. in the last 50 yard. So he's almost close to beating Salford. And you don't, so I think there's an element of frustration. I think managers come out and he'll obviously, hopefully, he'll learn from it. Mm. That's what the game's about. Listen, That's we, what you're hoping. We work with great managers. They've come up and said stuff about players sometimes. You go, I was a bit harsh. Yeah. But it depends what kind of player or character or dressing you may have. You, I think sometimes <coughs> you just roll with that stuff. Part of it's no big deal, but when it's a young manager who's learning his trade, straight away people want to say, oh, you can't be doing this, you can't be doing that. And once he learns from it, Jesus, relax everybody. I remember one time, <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time Bruce Riock, uh, when he came in, he, he was digging out Ray, he was digging out Ray Parler, and he called him stupid. <laughs> Is that right? That was stupid, just stupid, yeah. right? Publicly or it to him? In the dressing room with us. And it was just so, it was so strange because, you know, managers, they're swearing and effing and blinding. And the way yeah. he said it to him, we just, what he just, just down with laughing. And we just started calling him, you're just stupid. Right? We've all done it. We've all done daft things. And it, you don't have to be a manager. We hear players sometimes saying stuff. You go, listen, what are what you, you talking, talking about? about? But I always think, when you talk about, I'm, I'm trying to think of, think of something from, like, the managers I had. But I always felt when you got to the first team, the managers weren't... The harsh, yeah, I always felt that was a lot more yeah. in like a youth team or the reserves. You know, we got beaten the reserves or the youth team. Yeah. You'd just be in yeah, there for half an hour, just be just going through everyone. Up. And just, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. We just, like, you just carried on training the next day, didn't you, with the same coach? And it was no like. But every time a manager makes a slip up, now you say, oh, they've lost the dress room, the players won't be happy. Just, I think managers, again, doing that many press conferences, especially if they're doing yeah, cup yeah. competition, they must be doing that. Every now and again, they must do a press conference. Go, I don't even know what I said there. Yeah. And they just, <laughs> no, they might just. You have a lapse in concentration and people it seems jump like they're on not it. Do, there's no way they're doing, they've done as many interviews as they do now. No, no. no it's near, nowhere near. I feel I mean, for yeah, but the thing is with George, I remember George Graham would cut And you feel like oh, you're, you're, just, you're just hammering us just because you can. Mm. And I always felt, I found that really, it's really demoralising. Because you come in and you're doing really well and you're just absolutely, just tearing into a few. Merce, myself, you know what I mean, Kevin, you know what I mean, whoever it is, you know, Dicko. You just hammer into people to the point where you just feel a little bit like... Really, man, we're fucking winning, bro. You know what I mean? It keeps on your toes, though, isn't it? Yeah, but you say that. When Wenger came in, it wasn't the same. Wenger had a different... Yeah, it was different personality. Yeah, but the thing right is, in. what it made me realise is that everybody's you different. don't need tough love all the time. But sometimes you do. No, and when, no, no, no. Sometimes like you that. do. Not when you've won. When, every you've, when you've lost... Wenger's come from a different you've, background. Yeah, George Graham, he's when you've Scottish. Lost. It's different makeup. You can't ask everyone to be like robots. No, I'm not asking him to be like robots, but I'm just talking about when you've won... Yes, you could say, listen, we could have done this better, but not hammer people. Well, Tony Allen said you were always late for training, right? So, <laughs> what did you want the manager to say to you? He pushed training back for you. Listen, George Graham pushed training back. I know where you're back. going. I know where you're going. It is. I know what you're trying to do. I'm not even listening to you. I'm He's not done listening it. to you. He's done it. I'm not listening to you. Don't right. say anything. <laughs> Don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of this week's episode, <laughs> right? <laughs> Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Flimsy stands slowing you down? Well, it's time to upgrade. Armadillo builds durable North American-made tablet stands and kiosks. 
We're so confident, we offer a lifetime warranty. So, elevate your business and visit armadillo.com. That's A-R-M-O-D-I-L-O.com and use code ACAST for 5% off. Armadillo, built to last, designed to impress. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.